Greetings. It is privileged to come from uh, Rick Bonfin Ministries. Uh, my name is uh, Pastor Kyung Kim, and I have a privilege to uh, serve as the uh, worship leader for uh, Hotel Church, uh, what used to be the uh, Thursday night uh, Atlanta Bible study. And, and this time, I am also privileged to come uh, to teach a series called The Trappings of this World. Um, have you ever seen this sign while driving on the highway? It says, better left unread than dead. Better left unread than dead. Well, that sign is actually up many places, and especially on the highways. This slogan actually was made by an 18-year-old student named Emily McDonald in Anaheim, California. And she won $2,000 prize from Project Yellow Light, which is a film and media design competition aimed at raising awareness about distracted driving. And the slogan she created, Better Left Unread Than Dead, has appeared on more than 1,000 billboards around the country since 2016. Now, having lived in California, I think that was a very appropriate place to start out. But, I mean, we've driven in Atlanta. We also know that it's very appropriate because the traffic can be crazy. And it's a very easy distraction. I mean, it is a clever but also very effective message. Better left unread than dead. Basically, this uh, uh, basically the uh, billboard sign would have this picture of a phone, like an iPhone, with the number of the messages that uh, that the phone has received, and it just says "better left unread than dead." So she decided to focus her message and design around texting and driving, and she said like this: "This summer, I have a law internship in Huntington Beach, California." And on the freeway, it's really a stop and go. And you can just look around and see hundreds of people texting and driving. Well, I think all of us can kind of testify that uh, we've seen it. Or possibly we've done it too. <laughs> the second they're looking down is the second that they could get in a car crash. Which is absolutely, absolutely, absolutely true. Now, while driving, there are a lot of things that demand our attention. I mean, we have to pay attention to many signs. And what about all these signs? Are they good or bad? I mean, some, some signs are there to protect us. Isn't that true? Some signs are there to protect us. So it is important to give attention to what is there to help us. At the same time, we need to ignore what uh, would be considered as distractions. Obviously, when we just talked about text messages, calls, watching YouTube while driving, streaming live videos. I don't know you, whether you've seen on social medias or not. Some people actually live stream while they're driving. Now, those things are distractions that are unnecessary and can cause accidents. True. 
But then, what are the signs that we need to pay attention to? Obviously, the traffic lights. Stop, go. I mean, when there's a danger, we need to pay attention, right? Speed limit signs. I mean, especially if you like to keep your hard-earned money, of course, you know. But more importantly than that is the safety. Safety of everyone. Now, construction signs, road closures. I mean, all those are important signs that help us. Help us to be safe and help us to get to where we are trying to get to. And of course, there are also signs and landmarks to tell us where we are close to where we are trying to get to. Or whether we need to turn or go, go straight. I mean, all those are things. Of course, I'm not here to tell you about driving. I'm not a driver's education instructor. Uh, I'm not a drive, driver's education instructor, and of course, the series is not about driving. But I'm saying all these because there are good comparisons that we need to learn of our spiritual journey. All of us are on a journey, and we have this ultimate destination. That's what we're trying to get to. Ultimate destination. And that ultimate destination is this. Coming of Jesus Christ. Him returning. Him returning. Christ returning is the destination that we need to get to. And when Christ returns, we want to be in that number, like the song says. Right? I want to be in that number. And we want to worship, rejoice, When that day comes, we want to be found faithful by the Lord. Now, are there signs? Are there signs right now that are pointing to the coming of Christ? I think we need to really think about that. Are there signs that are pointing to the coming of Christ? I think Matthew 24 gives a lot of uh, signs of times. Signs of times of end of our ages. Now, like you see the sign says, you know, one mile to the exit, then what do you do? Obviously, you're going to slow down. You're going to look to get onto the right lane, right? So that you could actually um, uh, make your move and get off the exit uh, of your destination. See, the signs point us to show what we are to do. Get ready. Get ready. For time has come. I mean, you see that the light changes from green to yellow. What do you do? Supposed to prepare to stop, right? Now, I know. (laughs) That's a questionable for some people, right? It's like green changes to yellow, and it's like, "Mm." Uh, but it's there to get you to slow down. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) All the signs are there so that we can prepare and be ready. Now, when talking about driving, you know, there can be a lot of distractions. Well, back in 1993, I was a teenager still. 
93. You know, I don't know if you had any of these songs back then. We didn't have, uh, most of cars didn't have CD players. I don't know if any cars had CD players. We still had the cassettes, right? But most of the time we were listening to the radio and we were just jamming. Sometimes you, you didn't have air conditioning, so you would just crank down the window and just driving, singing, you know, from the radio. And back in 1993, there was this song that I would do that. I still remember uh, actually driving and just singing out loud and kind of lost the track of how, uh, the speed of my car. But thankfully, uh, I kept my money that day. But the song actually goes like this. Uh, the song is called All Around the World. And remember, this is 1993. And right now is what? 2021. It says, Picked up the morning paper. The headlines make it clear. This world is changing for us all. I knew this day was coming. Never thought it was so near. Looks like the writing's on the wall. I believe this world is trying to warn us. Get ready. It's coming like he said. All around the world, can't you hear creation calling? Make way, soon the Savior's coming. All around the world, creation is calling out. So let us not become entangled by the trappings of this world. Let Him come and find us faithful to the call. All around the world. I've got a restless feeling, growing stronger every day. My heart is yearning to see Him. Can't imagine why He's waiting. Everything's lined up in place. Everything He said would be has been. And I believe this world is trying to warn us. Get ready. His coming like He said. And then continue sing. I'm actually going to sing now. All around the world Can't you hear creation calling Make way soon the Savior's coming All around the world Creation is calling out So let us not become entangled by the trappings of this world. Let Him come and find us faithful to the call. All around the world, all around the world. Open your eyes. Everywhere there are signs Telling us the time is near It's a truth we can't ignore This old world can't take much more All around the world Can't you hear? Creation calling, make way soon the Savior's coming. All around the world, creation is calling out. 
not become entangled by the trappings of this world. Let him come and find us faithful to the call. All around the world, all around the world. The signs are there. We pay attention. The signs to let us know that the time is coming for our Savior and Redeemer, the Son of God, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords to come come back like He said. That is fact. That is truth. But then the question for us is this. What are we doing to be ready? What are we doing to get ready? And when He comes, when He comes on that day, will we be found faithful to the call? And that's what this teaching series is going to focus on. Now Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2, and I'm reading in NIV for this one. Therefore, Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before Him, He endured the cross, scorning his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The goal, our destination, is Jesus and Jesus himself. But he is the pioneer and perfecter of faith. In other words, he's the one who began and he's the one who will finish, who will complete. So what do we do? We are to fix our eyes on Him. Meaning keeping our focus completely, completely on Him alone. Yeah, that means, no matter what, do as Jesus would, right? Do as Jesus would. Yes, that means be firm on the grace of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins and the new identity. Because there is no other way. Be firm on the grace of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins and claim that new identity. And yes, that means faith in Jesus Christ through trials and the valleys of life. When we go through the dark valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Because of the good shepherd who will walk with us. Yes, that also means to always hope in Christ and His returning so that we will never give up. Because we want to give up when things get hard. That's, I mean, that's reality. I myself has given a thought of giving up. 
And there are many who have given up from the journey. Many start the race. But who gets the prize? Ones who finish. Many start the race. But how many of them will actually finish? When we fix our eyes on Jesus, Christ's return becomes our prize. Because it's all about Him. And Him returning like He said He would is the greatest prize. Because we are to see Him again face to face. And He's coming back as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And everything we strive toward in this world of brokenness to be made whole, that will all happen when Christ comes. Our goal is Jesus and His return makes this race worth running. Now, there are signs to recognize. First, let me say this. It says, Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. I, um, I'm back to uh, Hebrews 12.1. Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Now he's referring to, the writer of Hebrews is referring to the heroes of faith in chapter 11. There's a list of, of heroes of faith, right? And these are the heroes of faith who have gone before us and also it is appropriate to say those around us as well. These are the signs that point us toward a goal. They live their lives to show that this is how it's done. This is how, to, how we go through the challenges of life. This, this is how we... Uh, uh, we uh, press on through the tests of our times and the test of our faith. These heroes of faith who have gone before us and around us, they point us toward a goal, becoming the signs for us to, toward a goal to win the prize that we so desire today. They show us, they showed us how to trust in God. How to offer everything to God, like Abraham offered Isaac. How to live out God's call, like Moses led the people out of Egypt. You know, you remember the story? He didn't want to do it. Yeah. He didn't want to do it. And how to be strong and courageous, like Joshua. And how to stand against the enemy, like David, against Goliath. These are the signs for us to see, so that we can press on toward a goal that is before us. The heroes are the signs that point us toward a goal. And we need to pay attention. Yes, that also means we need to pay attention to the Word. Because Word is the sign. Word is has these stories of the heroes. Now, there are other signs. It says, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Yeah, these are the warnings against the distractions. These are the warnings so that we would not 
be distracted and crash. We need to learn to recognize these signs as well so that we do not get entangled. There are so many. Many drop out of race. Many turn from faith. And these are the trappings. Trappings of this world we need to pay attention to. So, Bible actually warned his believers. And Bible continues to warn us of these dangers and distractions. Again, once again, what is the key? Pay attention. Are we looking? Are we paying attention? So, Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Jesus gives this parable. This parable of sowing the, uh, sowing the seeds. The farmer sows the word, right? And then what happened? Seeds fall in different grounds. So it's like this. Uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 14. And I believe this is in NRSV. Mark chapter 4, verse 14. The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. See, all these cases, we've got to pay attention. In all these cases, the word is sown. Referring that, yes, journey has begun but somehow three out of four do not make it why first Satan comes and takes away others like seeds sown on rocky places hear the word and at once receive it with joy woo and and we see that and we Praise the Lord. And absolutely we should. Then what happens? But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Trouble or persecution. Still others, like seeds sown among thorns, hear the word. See? Hear the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. These are the trappings. We see it here. Trapping number one, it says Satan. Number two, trouble or persecution. And then, third one, worries of life. Telling yourself that it's just not enough. Yeah, whether it is enough or not, you are telling yourself. That's what worries is. You are telling yourself that it's not enough. It's about insecurity. Okay, And then, 
the next one, trapping four. The deceitfulness of wealth. Money's not a bad thing. We all need money, right? I mean, Rick Bonfin Ministries can use your money. <laughs> money is not an issue. But money deceives us. How? That is an issue. And then, desires for other things. Wanting more and more and more. I'm okay. I got everything I need. But I'm just not satisfied. I just want more. Mm. So these trappings come both internally, come from, come from within, as well as come from externally. Alright? There are desires that come from within, as well as there are the trappings that come from outside. We need to pay attention to both. Now, one more scripture that I'm going to read is the First John chapter 2. Verses 15 and 16. It says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. The love of the Father is not in those who love the world. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desire of the eyes, the pride in riches, comes not from the Father, but from the world. Our goal is to finish our race. And when Christ comes back, we want to be found faithful. Well done. And we want to be in that number worshiping and rejoicing. And we want to celebrate the victory because we have made it. So let's pay attention to the signs. And see what we need to do to avoid these trappings of this world and overcome the challenges. Because I want all of us, all of you and me, all, all that God loves, all that have been called by the grace of God to make it. Many begin the journey, but how many will finish? Will you be in that number? Let me say a prayer. Lord, we look forward to that day of you returning. Day of, day of great celebration. Celebration of our victory. And I want to be there. And I will do what I can, Lord. But I know I can't do it without your help to overcome and avoid these challenges, the trappings. There are so many traps out there. And their goal is to keep us, keep me from finishing the race. But my heart desires you and you alone. I'm look, I'm, we're looking straight at you. And we're moving forward. So Lord help us. Teach us. Walk with us. 
strengthen us. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. Amen. Oh.